Hi guys and welcome back to Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly I am fucking Livy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the Middle East. Okay, no. Hi, guys. Welcome back. It's me, Livy. Clearly, I'm fucking Livy. Oh, my God. I had to say it. It's my catchphrase. Why would I not say that? You guys, can you hear in my voice that I'm just like a happy-ass bitch right now? Because I'm just a happy-ass bitch right now. I did just get back from California yesterday, and I had an amazing trip. So with that being said, we're going to get in to my week update. Oh, I should have like little sound effects for like my week update. You know what? Don't mark me on that because the audio, it's a, it's a lot. Okay, it's a lot. Anyways, I was in California, specifically West Hollywood. My best friend lives out there. Her address is, sorry, because the way I was saying it, I was making it sound like I'm just gonna drop her address and everything too. I might fuck around and do it. No, but I had such a great week out there and I really had some amazing moments, but like the most important part to me that past week was like, I actually got to relax. I don't always relax because I'm so type A, I'm crazy, and I push myself to a breaking point almost every single day over things I cannot control because that's just how my brain works. And I feel like out there was like a recharge for me. I was like, okay, I'm recharged, I feel good, I'm feeling great. And as well as last year, I was traveling every six weeks. So I was used to traveling all the time and sometimes when you're used to doing something so much and then it gets taken from you, you can feel like in a stuck place and a stuck mindset and attitude and stuff like that and that's what I was feeling. I was feeling very stuck. So that trip to LA for me was completely needed. I needed to see my best friend. She just makes, she's like the other half of my soul. So when we're together, it like feels like my soul is complete and I can relax and I can breathe. So it was great to see her as well as she has a lovely boyfriend, but it was super fun to get to know him better. I mean, I did initially meet him with her when they first met, but you know, he's dating my best friend who's actually genuinely like my sister and completely the other half of my soul. I had to see what he was really like, even though like I do know what he's really like, I had to experience it for myself and see them together. And I just left with such love in my heart for the two of them and happiness for the two of them because I was like, this is a great relationship. And I'm just really happy that I got to see it with my own eyes because goddamn, does my best friend deserve it? She fully deserves it, you know? I feel like I'm like super protective of her as well as she's protective of me. And I knew he was a great guy and it was even better for me to see it in person. I'm like, oh my God, I love this for you. Like I was so excited for the both of you. He's great. I told her, even if you guys were to ever break up, I'm still gonna be friends with him. So there is that. <laughs> Sorry, May, but yeah, it's true. As well as it was Halloween this past weekend and I was a Playboy bunny and my best friend was also a Playboy Bunny, and her boyfriend was Hugh Hefner. Going into California, I knew I wanted to be something 
amazing, slutty. I don't just get to wear lingerie on my day-to-day -day basis and post it on Instagram with no excuse. I mean, I actually, honest to God, could. But people would be like, what the F? When have I ever cared what anybody thought? I'm now like reconsidering my whole life and my Instagram feed, but we'll get into that. So, yes, we killed Halloween. Like, I don't know what to say, you know? Like, murdered it, completely slaughtered it. It was amazing. Wow, completely slaughtered it? That was a terminology that I don't think I ever want to use ever again in my life. But I had an amazing time in California. I had so much fun, and I feel like finally felt like I could like breathe again and like take it like a step back and breathe recharge and feeling fantastic came back here with new intentions for the new month I love it when it's a new month because I'm like my new intentions my new goals my new routine that I'm gonna do to make sure that all of my intentions affirmations and everything are completely used did that make sense like I'm just gonna be the best that I can be. And I'm just really on cloud nine right now because I feel so good. You guys, this week's episode, the reason behind this episode inspired me because, or like why I wanted to make it was because I talk, I talk the talk about all the shit the guys have done to me that I've dated, specifically my two loser ex-boyfriends. And I go into detail about how they're completely losers. And I thought it was my turn to like open up to you guys a little bit more because, you know, I'm not innocent. I wasn't just sitting there while they treated me like shit. I was doing some crazy things back to them as well as I was in such toxic relationships that you feel the need to overcompensate for someone and like do all these things so i'm going to be telling you guys about one the just so like the stupid shit i've done for men and by stupid i just mean like i don't it's mental illness it was fully mental illness in these relationships because like i would just over i'm i'm a lover oh when i say it out loud no but i am a lover so i love to give i love to when i love somebody i love with my whole heart and soul and you're gonna see that in some of these examples that i'm gonna tell you guys genuinely absurd things that i would do for them then like 18 and 20 year old 16 to 20 16 to 19 year olds aren't really doing for their boyfriends but not me i'm like always having to like just loving to do those things for people as well as when you're in a toxic relationship and you don't feel good about yourself you also feel like you like kind of have to do these things for them in a way but i just was so blinded by what i thought was love that i was like doing this i'm like it's love it's love it's love it's like no bitch it's your insecurities peeking through and then i'm going to get into some crazy things i've done and how i've handled situations like how i handled cheating situations how i handled other situations and stuff like that so i'm going to just tell you guys all about that because I think it's important for you guys to realize I'm not like this innocent little bitch and I've also been where I mean I feel like we've all been there where we think we're so in love and we do so much for some people I definitely took it over the top and I'm gonna let you guys know so you get to laugh at me this episode you okay um, I will also be laughing at me in pain. This causes me pain to look back because I feel like I'm completely a different person than I was in those relationships. Like I'm 100% a different person than I was in those relationships. So for me to see all that I was doing for them, I was like, oh, this is so fucking cringy to look back on. It is a hard one to look back on. I'm not going to lie. 
So let's get into it. My first relationship, if you guys have listened to the podcast before, I call him my cheating abusive ex-boyfriend. So these are all the lovely things that I did at the age of 16 to 18 for, 16 to, yeah, 16 to 18, 17, for this loser. Oh, guys, okay, there we're gonna start off strong. At 17 years old, I let my 20-year-old boyfriend live with me oh lord you're like what so when i was 17 my boyfriend at the time came to me i shouldn't even call him my boyfriend he barely claimed me we were barely like he barely claimed me but i was like we're dating and he's like whatever makes you happy you you know whatever so that loser at the time was like hey my mom is kicking me out because i don't want to pay rent I'm going to have to live in my car. (laughs) And I was like, no boyfriend of mine is going to live in his car. Now that I am 21, I look back on that and I've been paying my rent since I was 19. And you just work hard for what you want. It's like not a hard thing. But now that I look back and I'm like, you were 20 years old and you refused to pay your mother rent. I pay a building rent. You couldn't even throw your mom some cash because she wanted to teach you responsibility. Anyways, I was like, there is no way he is going to live in his car. First of all, could you imagine what that would have done for my image? No, I'm kidding. Well, you know, or not the best look. They're like, where's he? I'm like, oh, he's just in his car like that's that's a little like not great and then my mom at the time was like she was just falling in love with her boyfriend that she's still dating now and she was always at his house and we had this condo and my boyfriend at the time would stay over all the time so i was like Hey, can he live with us until he gets on her his feet? I completely lied to my mom a little bit. I was like, oh, it's just going to be for like two weeks. It was for probably four to five months. So at 17 years old, I was living with my ex-boyfriend who was abusive and cheating on me. And I would spend every single night sleeping on that couch. And he would sleep in my bed because I couldn't stand being next to him. So it was really just like not a great experience for me overall. And at 17 years old, to be having to wake up to go to high school and your loser ex-boyfriend is still sleeping in bed. And then you like make him breakfast and then you get home from school. And guess what he's doing? Still sleeping in his bed or on his 15th Netflix show of the day? It's pretty pathetic. So, yeah, that should have been a ginormous red flag. The relationship did soon end after that. But in the relationship, it was like, oh, my God, he's so amazing. I must have been like he must have been drugging me because like it just wasn't adding up. Right. I mean, the manipulation, the gaslighting, all of that is probably why I thought he was so amazing. But I threw him a birthday party, just him and I. Oh my God, this makes me want to throw up. So in that same condo, I bought him a whole new wardrobe for his birthday because he always complained about never having clothes. I bought him new colognes. I bought him, and it was like nice shit too. I was like, you know, it was Burberry, you know? I was 
rolling in those that Portillo's money at the time. I was going to do nice things for the ones that I loved. Anyways, ugh. I, he told me he had never had a birthday cake in his life. I got an ice cream birthday cake. I blew up balloons. I did confetti everywhere. I had a theme for his birthday party. I just, oh my God, I think I have pictures of it still. It is something that haunts my fucking memory to have thrown him a birthday party. Mind you, just him and I in there, you know, it makes me really uncomfortable. It makes me want to cringe. Uh, makes me kind of want to cry that I did that. But, you know, it is what it is, okay? Um, I also had a birthday countdown in my condo. And basically, I'd rip off each day for the 10 days following up to his birthday. Like, oh my god, it's his birthday soon. And my sister was like, I don't give a single fuck. Like, he's fucking weird. But go crazy, Livy. Um, it gets it gets worse. I would hate to say it, that it does, but it does. His car, the one, remember, that he was about to live in, um, it broke down, like completely broke. And at the time, I had actually no money. Like I was freshly poor because my, my sisters and my mom and I had just left my dad and like our house and everything and like I was genuinely homeless for a quick minute before moving into that condo. So I didn't really have much, but we did have an extra car that was like pretty shitty, but like still kind of worked. And I, um, I did give it to him. Not like give it to him, but I was like, you can use it. He then did break that car. And to this day, my mom is like, well, maybe if he didn't fucking break the car, you could probably have a car. But now it doesn't even like apply to me. But when I wanted a car, she was like, well, maybe if he didn't fucking break the car, you could have a car. Um, honest to God, I don't know why the fuck I did that. I have no idea. It makes me super uncomfortable that I did. I was just, I'm just a giving person, I guess. Like, God, it sucks to be a nice person, I guess. It's just super unfortunate because those things that I did for him were like actually from like the bottom of my heart and it was because I cared at the time. So to even him still have the nerve to treat me shitty is actually pretty disgusting. But like it is what it is and we're not gonna dwell on it because Livy's over it. And it's like the best thing for that whole situation even though it is kind of like sad that that shit happened. And I did that for someone who literally could have cared less about me and thought I was completely like just didn't even care about me whatsoever. Is that one, he's out of my life, 100%. And I never have to talk to him or see him again. I don't even look at his stuff. I don't do anything with that. And I have like a really great material for you guys. But yeah. Um, so like, don't feel sad or bad for me. You're like, we weren't, bitch. We were not. Anyways, it gets even worse for another one of his birthdays. I think he was turning 21. That's so fucked up. I was like 17. Ew. I spent $2,000 on Bulls tickets. We sat on the floor to watch Derrick Rose play in the Bulls because he liked Derrick Rose. Um, I just want to let everybody know how life gets better after you date a pathetic loser because now I get those Bulls tickets for free many different ways. And 
I just want to let everybody know it gets better, you know, but at that time to spend two grand on Bulls tickets for a loser kind of haunts my memory. Do you want to know what he got me for my birthday? I'll go ahead and tell you guys. A sweet tea from 7-Eleven. And I wish I was fucking joking. Anyways, I did do that. So it's like, oh my God, what the fuck? This is so gross. I also am super thoughtful. And every present I would get, I would do like the five senses and write a little note with it for like smell. I would be like a cute little note that would be like, oh my God, when this smell reminds me of you. So I wanted to get you something that can a smell or something like that and I would do these little fucking notes for the kid and it literally drives me insane that I did that but it's okay it's fine as as well as okay let's talk about the breakup so when I'm done with somebody I'm done I don't really give a fuck about them as much as I did love them at one point especially when you leave a bad relationship I'm like oh no no I'm done I'm done I'm done so what I did when I found out that he cheated on me is what any normal person would do. I made him a grinder account. No, he was not gay, but I took photos that made him look more feminine. And I put in the grinder bio on his grinder app. I said, send dick pics to this number. And then I had all my friends also download text free apps and send him a bunch of dick pics. Uh, why? Because he cheated on me, abused me, and was a literal piece of trash. That is why. And, you know, I don't... Now would I ever do something like that? No, because I don't have the time or the energy. But in the moment, it was like some sweet revenge for like... He 100% knew I did it. And I was like, no, my God, never would I ever because I'm not going to have him like have criminal records against me. I know I'm stating it now, but I don't really think it's that big of a deal anymore because that person's so far out of my life. Um, But yeah, I definitely did do that. Uh, I did find out that he cheated on me during our entire relationship, driving my car to go cheat on me while sleeping at my house. It was great. Like so lovely. Like, oh my God, I'm amazing. As well as I did, I did send his ass back to his car. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't gonna continue to live with him. I did send him back to the car. So he did live in his car after I broke up with him. And I didn't really feel bad about that at all because you know, there's only so much abuse one person can take, okay? So yeah, I mean like, I don't think those are like, I mean, making the grinder account is kind of crazy. I don't think it's super crazy of me to make him live in his car after him and I like broke up. I just, why would I continue to live with someone that I wasn't dating? I was moving on and I didn't want them in my life. So yeah, I sent his ass back to the car and is what it is. So that's the first relationship. The second relationship, it gets, it gets, it gets worse, but better in the way that My other ex wasn't as terrible as him, but the things I did definitely heightened because I had never, I I didn't think it was possible for someone to be nice to me. When my other ex was nice to me, I was like, oh my God, I'm fucking infatuated with you. I'm in love with you. So the one number one thing that really set me off that I did this was I had my nipples pierced and my ex 
hated it. He was like, oh my God, if other guys, they're going to just look at you. You're going to go sleep with other guys. Yeah, this is another toxic relationship because that's not fucking realistic. And he sounds like an idiot. But he's like, oh my God, like, though I can't have you wearing those. If you had those in, like, it's only for me. You can only have them for me. I'm like, I'm not going to take them in and out every single time I see you. Like, I'm not going to do that. We then got to like my uncle's house one day and I was wearing this romper and I didn't want my uncle to see my nipple rings. Um, so I took him out and then <laughs> that's actually the party I found him cheating on me at, like in his phone and stuff. I threw those nipple rings way back in and I was like, whatever. But I did give him a second chance after he cheated, which I highly recommend none of you do because it's never worth it. The trust is never the same and uh, they don't change. Newsflash, <laughs> they don't change. Anyways, I then took the nipple rings out. And then after we broke up, I had to get them re-pierced. So I was just fucking myself over in the long run because I just had to keep taking these nipple rings in and out. And then I had to eventually just get them re-pierced. And I feel like when I got them re-pierced, it was kind of like my um, like big fuck you, I guess. And like, this is my body. This is my life. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Because then I think I did hook up with him after... You know how it is sometimes you slip and fall on their and land on their dick. Um, it happens, whatever. And but it was like a month after the relationship and he saw that I got him pierced again. And I, I remember him being very upset about that. And I, you guess what I did? I didn't give a single fuck because I wasn't dating him anymore and it didn't matter. But yeah, taking my nipple rings out to begin with was like, why did I do that? I was so annoyed that I did that with myself. Anyways, I, okay, so... We'll get into the nice things I did and then I'll hit you guys with the things that were like, what the fuck? I gave him a huge birthday celebration as well. He was like actually really appreciative of it. Actually, no, I think he did tell me that this make, he was like, I don't like it. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, but he accepted all the presents and everything and I got him a bunch of fucking presents. I spent way too much money on that. As well as I decorated his dorm room and I made his roommate help me do this. And his roommate was like, I don't want to do this. I'm so scared. I was like, shut the fuck up and help me. Like I need it to be perfect. I want it to be great. And that was just another thing. I did this, the whole birthday extravaganza thing again, as well as, um, he was an athlete, barely. I mean, he had, he played football games, barely. And I went to every single one of the games and I say barely because he didn't really play and it wasn't a, he wasn't good, whatever. Wish him the best though. Um, but before those games, I would do something called a game day gift. Oh my God. Do I want to jump off my building right now into the Chicago river and literally cry because a game day gift was so pathetic. So what I would do is I would write him a letter for before he went to sleep the night before his game, before he went to the game. So this lady's fucking vacuuming in my hallway. Anyways. Um, and then a letter for like after the fucking game, who knows? Oh my God. And then I would, accompany it with way too many Gatorades, all of his favorite foods, all of his favorite snacks. And I did this every single week and it was absolutely pathetic. And I also made the Gatorade colors little slogans with 
the color of the Gatorade in football terms. So it would be like red Gatorade, so you get in the red zone or something like that. And it made to the like right now saying this, my body is shriveling up in disgust. If one of my friends was telling me she was doing this for one of her loser boyfriends right now, I would punch her in the head with no regret. I would punch her straight in the head and I would hopefully knock her out and that she would finally have a conscience and think normally because that is so fucking weird. I, if it's a healthy relationship, cool, do your thing. But what the fuck was I doing? I don't, I literally don't know. And it was, it was a little bit intense. Also, oh my God, I wrote this kid novels. I'm a writer, so I love to write, but I would write him so many fucking letters in detail of how much I loved him. Of Like, I, like even just so many letters to the point when we broke up, the first thing I grabbed from him was those letters and ripped them up because I think if I was to see those letters now, I would actually vomit. Like I would act, like I, I would genuinely throw up because there was no need for me to write seven page letters to the kid that lived 10 floors above me who I saw every single day and who also cheated on me and I knew it. But you know what? Let little Livy dream because that's what the fuck she wanted to do. I don't know what she was on. Like I said again, she clearly had to be on severe fucking drugs because I cannot think of me doing that now and being like, okay with it. I just simply can't. Seven page letters on how much I love somebody. Not my thing. Not it at all. Especially in a toxic relationship. Like if that person is physically showing me that they're a shitty person, there's no need for me to write novels to them. I literally could have spent that time writing my memoir. Memoir? Is that how I say it? Whatever. I did not need to be writing novels to him. And I don't think he read a single one. I don't. I really don't think he even read one of them. But that's okay. I'm actually glad he didn't because it makes me convulse inside. That is such a vulnerable thing for me to share with you guys because it makes me so uncomfortable that I fucking did that because I knew he was a shitty person and I just don't understand why I was writing letters to him when we lived 10 floors away from each other. Like I could have just knocked on his door and said the same thing. I think I would even write the letters in front of him. Like I could have just looked at him and said it, but instead I needed to write a fucking letter. Oh my God, I can't deal with it. Even worse, the reason I'll never post anybody that I'm dating currently on my social media is because I would post him probably every single day and I would write a long ass caption on how much I loved him. I was clearly insecure. Anyone who does that, I think is just clearly insecure in their relationship and has to validate it to the world. So I was like validating it to the world and it was like so repulsive now that I look back on it and it makes me want to actually vomit and I'm so glad it was all taken down. I'm so sorry for anybody who saw me during that phase of my life. like you didn't because if you ever bring it up to me I will sack you straight in the head and I will genuinely drop kick you to the floor if anyone ever mentions it to me I know I'm talking about it on my podcast but don't ever come to me and mention it it's so fucked up I hate that I did that 
So yeah, that's also like a little side note why I won't ever post anyone that I'm currently dating because like until you put a fucking ring on my finger, I'm single and I'm not posting you. Watch like in like literally four months, I'm like, this is my new boy and we're in love. But no, I've dated people after and I've just never posted them because there's never been a need because I don't need um, the embarrassment and public humiliation that I felt for myself at that time. I just never want to deal with it again. I just can't. I just can't. I just don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Whatever. Okay. Let's talk about... Let's talk about some of the crazy things I did in the relationship. This is the relationship that I was my craziest at because I really thought I loved this kid and he played mind games like no other like he was the one that would be like Sending me paragraphs about how much he loved me and we would have like great two weeks together And then he'd randomly be like my grandpa's sick I can never speak to you again and I was like what the fuck and he'd block me on everything So those times when he would block me on everything after telling me he loved me Um, I guess you could imagine it really threw me off inside so yeah what i did would first okay first what i would do is i would download text free this is so fucking scarring and i would text him pretending to be my sister clearly the kid's an idiot because my sister just doesn't care about and my relationships he's like barely would barely even meet my sister and i would text him and i would say Hey, it's Lara. Like, Libby told me you guys aren't talking anymore. Is everything okay? Because for the love of God, he would not answer me. And I was, like, confused. You know, when someone sends a cryptic message like that, you kind of think they just, like, try and kill themselves or something. So I was just trying to see. As well as I was like, oh, my God, I miss my baby at the time. Ugh, gagged me. And he would answer. And he would tell her everything, a.k.a. me. It was kind of amazing. And it kind of showed me that I was dating an actual idiot. Because I don't know why he believed it was really her. And I probably did this around 15 times. Um, yeah, he, like, completely thought it was her. And then would be, like, tell me every single thing. And, like, I still love her. It's just, like, I just, like, can't believe that my dad, like, was such an asshole. And, it, like, it would never make sense. And I don't want to make fun of the mentally ill. So I'm not even going to go there about that with him and make fun of his mental illnesses. But yeah, that is one crazy thing I did. As well as I would call him on no caller ID to a point that it was truly disgusting. I just no caller ID'd the fuck out of him. And I was like, answer the goddamn phone. We need to talk. You don't just like, you're not dating for a year and a half and then just randomly decide that because your grandpa coughed a weird way and you think he might be sick that you want to break up with your girlfriend it like that's two plus two does not equal 75 and that it like didn't make sense to me and i was heartbroken every single time i was so completely drained from the no caller id calls to the point when i get a no caller id now like someone no caller id me i genuinely want to throw my phone across the room and break it to a point that i never see it again because i am triggered i am fully fucking triggered that is embarrassing that i did that oh <laughs> oh this wasn't great after he i find out he cheated on me there was a teammate of his that he hated and um <laughs> His teammate did try and talk to me when him and I were on a break period. 
And I, like, knew I was never going to fuck him because I wasn't, like, that revengeful to, like, up my body count because my ex pissed me off. But my ex hated him, and they played the same position. And my ex hated him even more about the fact that him and I used to have a little conversation here and there. And in the car, after I found out he cheated on me, I looked him dead in the eye and said, I should have fucked blank the guy's name. And I don't regret that. But then my ex did try and jump out the window. But like, that's besides the point. So I did do that. I don't think that's crazy. I think I meant that with my fucking chest. So I meant what I said. And I actually think I should have fucked him because at that point, I mean, I wasn't even dating him at the time. I probably just should have fucked him. And maybe that guy could have fucked me so good that I would not even have dated my ex. Who knows? I also did. There was another player on that team that my ex hated oh my god completely hated was his arch nemesis and i found so much joy when my ex would block me and like never speak to me and we'd be on those huge break periods um go hang out with him we genuinely only played games like board games together but it was super fun and then my ex did find out i did that and i was like oh my god my bad and you know what's crazy the night that he found out that i hung out with that kid he told me he loved me so ladies i don't fucking know what that shows but yeah i did i did do that you know i don't really regret that either oh this one i did on accident okay if you guys remember the legend from my previous episode he's the guy that ruined sex for me forever because he fucked me so good and i know nobody will ever fuck me as good as he did and i love him rest in peace to him he's not dead he's just not in my life and we're not in contact because i chose a loser over him but yes max and i are having a conversation and we would play the truth game i don't don't fucking ask me what it is but we would just be like answer this question and you have to answer it honestly and my ex was like who is the best person you've ever had sex with And I was like, holy shit, we're playing the truth game. And I mean, it clearly wasn't him. It was clearly the legend. And I said he was tied with the legend. (laughs) I was like, oh, you and the legend are tied. I thought that was way nicer than me being like, the legend. But he then hung up on me, blocked me, told me he was thinking about cheating on me. And I didn't hear from him for a couple days. And yeah, it was just really not a, I didn't even do it on purpose. Like I didn't even do it to piss him off. I just did it because I was being honest because we're playing the truth game. After I told my sister that she was like, why the fuck would you ever tell him that? And I was like, I thought I was being honest. I guess don't, I guess don't be honest in those situations. Now I look back on it and I'm like, no, I would never be honest in that kind of situation. But yeah i mean i was just being honest is what it is also when we broke up i think i had so much ptsd from my other breakup and that my ex took everything that i gave him like obviously like it was gifted to him he should have i made sure this ex was not gonna have a single fucking thing i gave him so i took those beats headphones i gave him that fucking tv i gave him and yeah it was just (laughs) kind of petty i was like you need to bring it to my room and it is what it is if i'm not gonna date you you're not gonna get the benefits 
of dating me like what it was so just give me my shit back and i would rock those headphones all over that dorm building that we lived in together and everybody that knew him and me would see that i was now wearing them and i was with other people and it wasn't him and i don't really give a fuck because i paid for those and they're mine and it is what it is oh i did tell him i had a boyfriend after we broke up um you know, honest to God, I don't, <laughs> I truthfully don't know why, but I just texted him one day and I said, hey, I want you to be the first one to know this. Um, I don't want someone else to have to tell you this. I know it's only been a month since we've broken up, but um, I'm in another relationship. He was like, what the fuck, bitch? And I was like, see, I knew you'd react like this. I honestly, I think I was bored in that situation and I just think, I don't know what I was thinking in that moment. It's really weird for me to look back on the things that I did at that time because I'm like, I don't even know who she was. I really don't know who she was. And I don't know what she was trying to achieve in that situation. But I just was like, hey, like I'm in another relationship. Like you need to leave me alone. And he was like, I wasn't texting you. And I was like, well, this is just for further like the future. Don't text me because I don't want my boyfriend getting mad. And, you know, that was fucked up i wasn't in a relationship but i did have yeah i was dating oh the emails were a big thing after i'd be blocked or we broke up he would send me so many emails and he would be like you know my grandma's sick and you're treating me like this and i'd be like oh my god it's super manipulative it's crazy and they'd be like uh yeah no i am Mm, is what it is because you cheated twice and you're you did throw me into a wall but yeah that was a little crazy because i'd also email back like the fact that you know it's a toxic relationship and you know you need to get out when you guys start exchanging emails because you have each other blocked on every single social media platform number everything possible like you know that it's a seriously sick relationship when the emails start coming into play like it's real fucked up when you guys are emailing each other it's really sad and it's like sent from my iphone at the bottom like it's pretty pathetic like don't that's when you know the relationship's over ladies if you're emailing him you need to leave you need to leave immediately it's real pathetic okay if no one's told you it i've been there and it's real pathetic okay you guys i'm so glad you got to know about my crazy side i think that crazy side was really um brought out by the toxicity of the relationships and it's funny for me to look back at it now and be like oh my god i can't believe you did all that because it's just not my vibe anymore i think my i realize now that silence is like the biggest revenge so anyone i'm talking to or dating now if they do something i don't like i completely drop them and cut them off because i just don't have the time and the energy to convince somebody that i'm worth fighting for like i just don't care if you're not going to give me what i want and you're not going to be a good person towards me we don't need to be together like i just don't give a single fuck i don't have it in me anymore to download text free apps and text somebody i actually think it's pathetic and i look back on what i did and i'm like yo livy that was pathetic but you know it is what it is we live and we learn like i had to clearly go through those things to now realize hey that's pretty pathetic 
energetic as well as I'm like super careful of like who I give my time to because when I do those birthday extravaganzas and I do stuff like that like not everybody deserves that that's not for everybody like are we kidding no so you know I hope you guys can find some sort of comedic relief in that and I just wanted to be open and honest about my crazy past emphasis on past that's not really my vibe anymore as well as please don't take anything I said as like something you should do like that's not really cool I don't recommend this it was a, such a terrible time in my life if I could go back and never have experienced it I probably would have but you know it is what it is I experienced what I experienced so I'm not gonna like sit here and dwell on it but I wanted to let you guys know like hey I'm a li- I've had my times too I've done some crazy fucking shit too, but highly recommend to not do any of those. And if you find yourself doing any of the things I was doing, just know you're in a toxic relationship and the best thing you can do is get out and heal yourself and that will always be the best revenge. Glow up on their ass. Now it's time for my midday matcha must-haves. As you heard, that little drop right there, um, that is my crystal. These are my crystals. So I love crystals. I've had crystals for like years now and I just think they're amazing. They have a higher vibration and I just love having my crystals because I know the meanings behind them and I know what they're serving me for. They help me for like my higher purpose and all those lovely things of being the best version of myself. And yeah, I highly recommend looking into crystals, getting crystals, and that's going to lead me into more of the midday matcha must-haves because this week's midday matcha must-haves is going to be LA themed. So in honor of me going to California and being self-obsessed, I'm going to give you my favorite things to do in California or like little places that I really love. So if you guys ever go, you can write it down and be like, oh my God, she was fucking right. Or if you, I know I have a lot of um, people who live in LA, like, if you guys want to go check out some of my Midday Matcha must-haves, let me know. But my favorite coffee place in the entire world is in California. I don't have one here. I know they're all over. They're not in Chicago. Um, if they were in Chicago, I'd have a severe addiction to them, but it is Coffee Bean. I love Coffee Bean more than anything. They have the best coffee, hands down. There is no going around it. Even some of the bougiest coffee shops I've ever been to who fucking hand make their beans or whatever they claim are not as good as Coffee Bean. And I Every time I go to California, it's a must for me. Every time I go anywhere where there's near a coffee bean, it's a must for me. One time I wanted to drive two hours to a coffee bean because it's so fucking good. I get an iced vanilla soy latte because who fucks with dairy anymore? And yeah, I just highly love, I just really fucking love coffee bean. Okay, I talked about my crystals. I got my, I get my crystals from House of Intuition. I also get these candles that they have there. And I get them in the beginning of every new year. And basically you set your intentions with the candle and there's crystals at the bottom of the candle that are supposed to help you achieve um, your intentions that you've set and everything like that. As well as they have just really great stuff. I really, really, really love uh, House of Intuition. This one's so basic, I can't lie. But I love to hike. My favorite trail there is Runyon Canyon. Can you believe it? It's the most common one in California. 
But there is a side trail that I highly recommend going on. I really love the side trail that I found the other time. I found it with my best friend and my other friend. We did a side trail and I really fucking loved it. So highly recommend doing the side trail of it. It was way harder. It was like 20 times harder. So, and I liked a hard workout. As well as just a vibe drive in California or a vibe drive anywhere. One of my favorite things to do is go on vibe drives. You're like, what the fuck is a vibe drive, bitch? Um, a vibe drive is where you just play really good music and you drive for a really long time and you're around people that you love the most and want to make the best memories with. And vibe drives have a really special place in my heart. Okay, you guys. That is it for this week's episode. If you took anything from this, it's if you're doing any of the actions that I previously described myself doing, you're in a toxic relationship and you need to get the fuck out. As well as, I hope you guys can take from this that you can completely change your life because I can confidently say I am nothing like I used to be and you, God, all it takes is a change. All it takes is wanting to change and I've fully just fucking sent it and was like I'm gonna change because I never want to be that person again and I never want to date men that make me feel like I have to do those kinds of things so you know only put the positive people in your life okay if you guys want more of me you can follow me on my Instagram at Livy Maeve that's M-A-E-V-E as in Maeve as well as Midday Matcha has an Instagram that's Midday underscore Matcha I'm gonna be posting way more on Livy Maeve than I am Midday Matcha I think I might even get rid of Midday Matcha as a whole and just put all the content I want on Livy Maeve so oof if you're following Midday Matcha get over to following Livy Maeve because I'm gonna start switching shit up as well as I have a YouTube channel and I'm going to start posting twice a week on my YouTube channel. It's called It's Livy Bitch. So just look up It's Livy Bitch on YouTube. And yeah, guys, I love every single one of you. Have an amazing week. I'll see you guys next week. Goodbye, bitches. Bye.